another episode of Refined 90s Cinema with Brendan and Alex. This week we're watching The Mummy from 1999. How about that, Emotep? Emotep is gonna Emotep dad ass all those treasure hunters <laughs> and dad ass. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, don't put a plastic bag over your head, Alex. It's really dangerous. I'm sorry. I just, like, when there's silence, I have to hold my breath because I, I'm not comfortable with it. It's like when you drive by a cemetery. Oh, Dexter agrees. What do you want? Is kitty? he holding his brethren? Clearly not, because he's just meowing like a son of a bitch that I love very dearly. Okay, Dex, welcome. Welcome to the podcast, buddy. Enjoy. Our new co-host, Dexter. <laughs> Our new co-host, Dexter the Kitty Cat. I, I am shirtless right now, so, you know. Oh, I'm pantsless. Oh, wow. Together, we're naked. If we, put our, if we cut ourselves <laughs> in half and get stitched up in some weird human centipede hybrid. I was literally just thinking that. I was going to say, when you said human centipede, I was like... Human centipede in my mind, but I just didn't say it. <laughs> so I don't think I've ever seen that whole movie. But every time I think of that, I think of the South Park with the cuttlefish. Yeah, I, I've never seen it either. But I, there's so much shit on the Internet about that movie that I feel like I've seen the whole thing. Yeah, it's one of those movies. Uh, you know what I watched the other night? What'd you watch? I watched the new RoboCop and I actually really liked it. There's a new RoboCop? Yeah, with, um, I don't know, some guy. Some guy is in it. Who was the original RoboCop? I forget. Do we know? The original was Peter Weller. Okay, I have no idea who that is. I thought it was someone more recognizable. The new one is Joel Kinnaman, but the movie's from 2014. Oh, okay. So that's why it doesn't feel as new to me then, because I gave the cat some love, so now maybe he'll leave me alone. So how have your two weeks been, Brendan? I've been trying to do more like videography. So I've been helping a friend produce and film some uh, music, like acoustic music videos. And I learned for anyone who does any sort of wannabe video production like me, um, Adobe Premiere has this feature where if you have more than one camera, you can sync your footage. And then as you're watching it, you literally press like the number pad on your keyboard, one, two or three, and it'll switch the cameras automatically for you. It is the coolest thing. Oh, wow. So you can like program it to just yeah. switch when you want like it, it to. Like I used to spend so much time like zooming into the timeline and trying to like get the clips to match up. But now I literally just turn it into uh, you make it like its own multicam sequence throw it in pick your best sound of the three cameras or how many ever cameras you have and then you just watch it and you click one or two and it's automatically switches between the cameras so you can like it's just it's amazing and it syncs the audio perfectly so i've been messing around with that yeah that's really cool so this is episode 11 of refine 90 cinema uh, we are officially old enough to be in the third grade. 
fourth fourth grade. He's old enough to be in the fourth grade. So we're That's like cool. old enough can... to be in middle school in some parts of the world. Maybe we can go to know. like fourth grade podcast school. That's right. It feels like it's one one. So it feels like we should make a wish or something. We could. Also, it's kind of a special occasion today. And I sent Brendan a video earlier because literally two, was it two years ago you came to visit? Cause, yeah, because last year today. I came in March. Yeah, so two years ago today, Brendan and I went to Cape Breton together on like a super awesome bro camping trip. And we climbed a very, very steep mountain. We did. And I, I had a Gandalf the Grey walking stick and we made like a weird lord of the rings video on snapchat it was pretty fun it was a good time i just remember like when i think provincial park or like like a like a a something like a nature preserve i think like pretty small like you could drive through it in half an hour and we get to the like the entrance and you're like oh no we have like four hours i'm like what what? Yeah, we, we you drive like three hours to get to Cape Breton from where I live, uh, which is just Halifax, Nova Scotia. And Cape Breton's like three hours up north, like northeast. And then you, we get to the bridge that like drives across into Cape Breton and Brennan's like, oh, we must be close. And I was like, no, we got like another another four hour drive through the mountains. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? <laughs> so I'm thinking like provincial park, like, oh, we're, we're going to like walk this. And you're like, no, no. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful drive. It's uh, the Cabot Trail is what we did. And we uh, camped at Shetty Camp National Park. So that was uh, that was really fun. And there's a lot of cool hiking things that we did and some that were a lot more excruciating than we thought they would be. But it must have been the first or second day when it was super foggy, but and it was like spitting rain, but we still wanted to go out. So we put ponchos on and rain jackets and you we went. It was called Skywalk, right? Yeah, yeah. And we went to the top, but it was so foggy that you couldn't see anything. Yeah, you're supposed to be able to see all the way across the ocean and like almost all of Cape Breton from this yeah. from this like plateau you come to at the end of the hike. But it was still and awesome. We get there, <laughs> you get there and you're looking out into like a mist. It felt like we were in the clouds. It was really cool. Yeah, it was a good experience. I had a lot of fun on that camping trip. I can't wait to go on another one with you, buddy. Yeah. So the movie tonight <laughs> is going to be The Mummy from 1999. And it's got Brendan Fraser in it. And it's fantastic. And it's like a horror slash comedy. It's very like slapsticky. It's fun. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, watch yeah. it. Do it now. He, he is my name twin. He is your name twin. Like, You're right. So, so whenever people ask me how to spell my name, I either use Brendan Shanahan, who is a hockey player for the Detroit Red, Red Wings, or I use Brendan Fraser. Like that's how you spell it the same way. Brendan Shanahan's name isn't spelled with an E. Yeah, it is. It's Brandon, isn't it Brandon no, Shanahan? No, it's like mine. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Shows shows you how much I care about hockey players and sports and stuff. <laughs> anyway, it's a good movie. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm pretty sure Brendan and I have watched this in the past together. We were discussing that before we started. Yeah. So, so it'll definitely be be a fun experience. I just really love this movie. I love the I love the actors and actresses in it. I think there's a lot of great performances um, overall. I, I rate it like one of my favorite 90s movies, probably like I've seen it so many times at this point. So I'm super biased, um, but I also have never watched it, I think, since I started animation. So it's going to be interesting to watch again because now I have like film knowledge and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see like the things that I dislike about it because of my career. That happens a lot. I'll watch a movie that I thought was awesome from when I was a kid and then I'll be like, this is not very good. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think that'll happen with this one, but I, I do think I'll probably notice things. You'll you'll notice things you haven't seen before. I'm positive. Oh, probably. So what are you it drinking this me. week, my fine feathered friend? Feathered? I have, I have a story about that. The feathered thing. But we'll, we'll okay. get to that after I tell you what I'm drinking. <laughs> so I'm drinking a, a Cabernet Sauvignon uh, Merlot mix. Shiraz Merlot mix from Western Australia. It's called Fifth Leg. Mm. Uh, it's And the picture on the front is really cool. It's like a dog leaning off of a ladder trying to reach for like dog treats hanging from like off of the artwork. It's really it's kind of cool. I, I bought it for the artwork specifically. Um, Fifth Leg likes to explore great questions over a good wine. Like why was a fossilized skeleton of a Tasmanian tiger found in the Devil's Lair cave in, in WA? What's WA? What state is that? Weird. Anyway, WA and uh, and why was a mysterious fifth leg found with the remains? Oh, so it's named after that particular artifact. Interesting. Very cool. Anyway, it's a it's a it's a poetic wine for me to drink on the podcast because we do hat tricks on our podcast and it's called it's called a berry hat trick wine because it has three separate berries in it that they use to make it. So anyway, that's my spiel. I'm done. It's good. I like it. What are you drinking, Brandon? <laughs> Glad we're friends. Um, I am <laughs> drinking a Sprucewood Shores, which is a local winery. Dry Riesling 2018. Oh, a white wine. Straight from the winery. Sweet. That sounds good. I bought two bottles and I was like, I put them in the fridge. And I was like, these are for the podcast. Nobody touch them. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, meaning all of the ghosts that you live with. Yeah, all the ghosts who drink my wine while I'm sleeping. Those ass ghosts. <laughs> no. So the story that's related to to the feather, okay, the feathered friend thing that you said. I was recently called a furry by a friend of mine. In, in what context? In the context, like I'm attracted to like animalized female things. I don't know. I I was playing a game that I play a lot. I play a lot of League of Legends. Because it's just a game that I've played for years and it's really fun. It's one of my favorites. And I was I was playing it and I was talking about how cute I thought the new champion that came out was. And she's a deer. <laughs> <laughs> and then also my other two favorite champions are a fox and like a raven. So, so your attraction is not to the person playing the game. It's to the character who won the game. Well, not one, just the character in the game in general. Like, I just think they're really cute and the artwork's nice. And like, they're, I would have a crush on them if they were real life beings, probably. And then she was like, you're a furry. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you're a furry at heart. You've always been one. And now it's finally coming out. And I was like, oh, God, it might be true. You, you <laughs> did wear that elephant hat. I think you still wear it. The one with the spot for the your hands. Like it's a hat with built in gloves. Yeah, I do have that. Yeah. It's an elephant, but, right? Uh, the weird thing about that hat is that elephants aren't actually furry at all. They just have skin. So, but it's a furry hat. It's very confusing. Anyway, that's my story about how I'm apparently a furry. So you were correct. WA stands for Western Australia. There is also Northern Territory, South Australia, Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, Tasmania. The Australian Antarctic Territory and a smattering of other islands and small territories. I'm glad I got that right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm smart. Geography. I'm a geographical genius, everyone. 
because I know that WA stands for Western <laughs> Australia. Oh, man. This is kind of random. But did you know, like, how many tests people have to go through to get on the show Jeopardy? Um, I feel like I did read about that before. There's like a series of yes. exams. And like, if you don't pass them, you don't even have a shot. Yep. I always wondered as a kid watching like Jeopardy or yeah. who wants to be a millionaire or whatever. Like, how are these people so smart? Like, how do they get these people off the street and they just know all this shit? Well, it's not that way. It's not they answer a million feud. questions. <laughs> yeah, they answer a million questions and like have to actually earn their right to be on the show. So it's 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 kind of interesting. It is cool. I just there's a streamer that I watch that really wants to be on Jeopardy. Like that's one of his life goals. So he knows like all kinds of random fun facts and stuff and like things about geography and just like weird things that people would usually not know that much about. But he knows that much about a wide variety of different topics. So it's it's funny. I was I was kind of like listening to one of his streams. and He was talking about what he had to do to get on Jeopardy. And I thought it was really interesting. Have you ever wanted to be on a game show? Like if you could be on any game show, what would it be? Deal or no deal. Re really? That's, I didn't think you would say that. Yep, that's the oh. one. And the reason is because I used to watch it all the time as uh, a kid with my that. dad. Um, we watched Deal or No Deal, and I already have my boxes that I would pick. Like uh, the case like that the I would pick. the numbers that you would pick to set aside? Yeah, mm. or the number that I would pick as my case. Um, it's one of two. And I just like, every, every week I'd watch it and be like, oh, that's my number. And we would just like laugh and have fun about like whether or not we won money or whatever. That so, is cool. Yeah. I just think it'd be fun to play in real life. Be a good time. And I would super not win because I would say no deal every time. So <laughs> as an adult, I think I would say Fear Factor because I always wanted to be on that show. Oh, I forgot about Fear Factor. I'd super want to be as on that show kid, too. As a kid, every day after school. Do you remember that show, Uh-Oh? Oh my God, I do remember and that show. So it was, it was this Canadian game show and the host's name was Wink Yahoo. And it was on YTV in Canada. And it was like, they always had like a like slime from the ceiling. Like you could get slimed if you got a question wrong at the end. And I just always thought, I actually met a kid who was on the show. Really? Like he had like the purple uh-oh shirt. And I was like, oh my God, were you on the show? How was it? And he was like, honestly, it was like a lot of just like sitting around. It's it's the show part was fun, but like you're in the audience with like a couple hundred people. Everyone wants to be picked and they only pick people who are like outwardly gregarious or like outwardly social. Oh, so like really outgoing. Yeah, like and, I, that's the word yeah. I was looking for. <laughs> really outgoing. <laughs> and then everyone else just sits in the audience with like a different color shirt. Wow. Yeah. You know, I could imagine that like it's, it's even being on the set of like a sitcom or something. Yeah. I can imagine it would be really boring from time to time because you're kind of just waiting for them to get the scene done to go on to the next one. I like you don't really ever think about that while you're watching it. You're always like, oh, I'd love to see this live. And then I'm sure if you went and actually saw it live, it's like if you were to go watch people film a movie, it would take years, you know. Yeah. So it would be a really long, Gregorious experience. <laughs> <laughs> just to use Brendan's word over again. <laughs> In the complete wrong context that time, but still worth it for the joke. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. So we're gonna lose <laughs> now. I gotta, if we if something if we do something with that song, we're gonna lose all of our listeners, uh, all of our okay, two so, listeners. So I need to. 
<laughs> I fucking I've been playing games with a group of people a lot that are really awesome people, but there's like a ton of inside jokes. Right. Uh, with so that's like your Rickroll. That's just one of the inside jokes. Sometimes any like anytime someone's like, so anyway, everyone in chorus is like, here's Wonderwall because <laughs> <laughs> there was a concert that one of them went to at one point and it was a band that was not Oasis. It was just like, <laughs> oh, no. I think it was like Daft Punk or something like some band that's way out of the realm of the song okay. Wonderwall. So it wasn't like and Third Eye Blind. No, it was no one even cl- remotely close to, to Wonderwall whatsoever. And they apparently the band was like telling a story and they they said the punchline to their joke and no one laughed. And they were just like, anyway, here's Wonderwall. And they just played Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> now that's just a joke that happens. Uh, that is good. Yeah. Welcome to what happens in my life when you're not around for two and a half weeks, Brendan. We're watching The Mummy on this week's episode of Refined 90s Cinema dot com <laughs> dot com. This movie like was past the era of like weird title sequence things. It kind of just does like a preview thing and then does the credits separately after that. So we get to see all the stuff with like uh, the past mummy first. This is like so. The, the Yeah, this is like all CGI, do you think? Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty sure what they did with this was they filmed it on scene in the deserts. Um, maybe not actually in Egypt. I think it was just like a different desert somewhere that they were filming at. But this part is green screen with him in the foreground and like the pyramids and stuff in the background. But wh- whatever they filmed on the actual sand in the desert, all of like the buildings and stuff were like CGI'd in that weren't there. But mo- a lot of the pyramids are actually like real pyramids. Like they went though, and filmed them on location. They did a really good job on some of the CGI in this movie, though, considering it was 1999. This guy kisses like a weirdo, by the way. He's smudging her paint. Oh, damn. We should be those guys also- for Halloween. <laughs> just paint ourselves gold. Yeah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> Maybe next year, Steph and I already figured out what our Halloween costume for this year is going to be. The worst. It's gonna be, what do you mean on the it's worst? Be something adorable. Clearly, it's from Harry Potter. What? Is, what's your costume for next year? Can you tell me? I can tell you. Yeah, you know, in the Goblet of Fire, when the other schools come in yeah, to like do the, the Tri Wizard tournament. tournament. So she's going to her costume is going to be one of the girls from the school that comes in on the Pegasi and stuff in like the little blue outfits with the cute little wizard hats. OK, OK. From Drumstring. Drumstring. No, the French school. Yeah, the French school. What's, what's the name? Um, I don't remember the name. No, of it. We neither. just watched it today and I already don't remember the name of it. Um, and I'm just going to be a wizard of her choice. Beau Baton. That's what it is. That would be why I didn't remember it. Which it just translates to nice sticks. Nice sticks. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Funny story. Turn the subtitles on because <laughs> there's supposed to be subtitles oh. here. They're in the city of the dead, everybody. Yeah. Amanatra. Amanatra, the city of the dead. What a beautiful place. It's all fake. <laughs> hey, Egypt is a real place. That's rude. Well, yeah, it is. But that city is like demolished now, I think. Or like they, underground they, they or something. Like, yeah, I don't think it's still a thing. And placed in... Oh, I do not... I mean, my vital organs can be removed. So Cairo is actually known as... Like, there's a part of Cairo that's known as City of the Dead now. Oh. Um, and a lot of the pictures I'm seeing look very similar to this movie. So maybe they did film, like, on location in Cairo. Would make sense if you wanted to look as authentic as possible. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things in this movie that look, they still hold up nowadays, which is 
it says a lot com- compared to a lot of movies from the 90s. So this torture ritual is disgusting, by the way. The budget was an estimated $80 million. So I think they could afford yeah. to go to Egypt. Yeah, definitely. Oh, oh. They're mummifying them alive. And they like cut his tongue off. Yeah, and then they like pour scarabs on them. It's gross. Oh man, this is terrifying. I would, I would not. I would have an anxiety attack and die with before uh, the scarabs even got to yeah. me. Yeah, and Anubis, the god of death. Oh, it's terrifying. And you, oh, and you, like they're just gonna eat him from the outside in. Yeah, well, actually, from the inside out. As far as I, I know from watching this movie. That's like the 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 history behind it is that scarabs would burrow into the body and eat the flesh from the inside out. Oh, yeah, that's the noise I'm choosing to make about that. <laughs> it's like earwigs, aren't earwigs? They like can burrow into your brain. I don't think that's factual. I think that's what people just kind of like invented because they like they like like dark caverns and stuff. So they're called earwigs because they they can burrow into your ear. But like, I don't think that they have been known to burrow into people's brains or anything. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that this where they're at right now is like on location filming because this is what it looks like like now. But all of the in the past stuff in this movie was some of it was CGI in because it was all like built back together and stuff. Now I'm freaked out about earwigs, Brandon. Why did you do that? Sorry. Yeah, what is the insect you do dislike the most? Um, something crawled across my living room the other night and it looked like almost like a centipede, but with. Did you kill it? I did. It went from the floor up onto the wall. Weird. And I got it when it was on the wall with like a Kleenex. Ugh. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> Uh, I agree with you, though. Centipedes are the thing that creeps me yeah. out the most in the insect world. Stuff that only comes out at night and like when we're sleeping, it probably gets us. Why? Why do you got to say these things? <laughs> I know we're watching a horror movie, but come on. An action horror movie. An action comedy horror movie. It's got everything, Brennan. There's a little bit of something for everyone. I don't know what happened to Brendan Fraser, by the way. I think he just really, like retired. He must have. Because I haven't seen him in anything like, in a while, I made but I love money. his acting. I don't really care anymore. I I used to love his films. Like, this is one of my favorites, obviously. And then there's there's a few others that I really like with him in them. Ooh, nice shot. <laughs> Dude's coming at him with a sword. And he just decks him. <laughs> run, Benny, run. Benny's a, a really good comic relief character. I don't think they really needed him because Brendan Fraser is comic relief in himself. It's true. But Benny yeah. is kind of a jackass, though. He is a jackass. Agreed. He gets like this mischievous look on his face as he's closing the door. Yeah, he just locks Brendan Fraser out. Looks like he's wearing lipstick. Oh, having the subtitles on is interesting for this part. I never realized that the, the weird whispers were actually saying you will, that they say, you will die. You will die. You will die. That is so cool. So guess who did the special effects for the movie? Who? Industrial Light and Magic, George Lucas's company. Damn, that's awesome. I would kill to work for them. That would be such a good time. Adam Savage worked there for Mythbusters. I feel very bad for Mythbusters right now. Yeah. Stephanie told me about what happened. Uh, what was his name? Grant? Grant Imahara. Former yeah, host Grant of Imahara. Mythbusters. He was only 49 years old. 
Yeah, he had a he had an aneurysm and passed away. So that's so sad. Rest in peace, Grant. Mm-hmm. You will be missed. She's super cute, and she's not dressed as an animal. <laughs> he also worked for ILM. He worked on the Matrix, Star Wars, and Jurassic Park, doing Damn. special effects. It's a pretty good roster. Yep. I had a huge crush on Evie when I was younger. Evie is this character's name. I remember. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Look at her. How can you not have a crush on her? You're like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, if you were, that's ridiculous, right? They really you're should have like anchored those bookshelves. So like, they need those little kits from IKEA, the tip over kits. There's tip over kits at IKEA. So yes, because they've been sued before. Because children, especially dressers and bookshelves, because children have uh, climbed them and and gotten very hurt. So every piece of furniture, I think in North America, probably also in Europe needs to have like a tip over kit hmm. and since that would I've, explain why our headboard of our bed needed to be bracketed yeah. to the wall you don't have to but it's recommend, well, yeah, highly recommended they needed a bunch of those like a bunch of ikea screws and those little plastic so what you're things. saying what you're saying is clearly none of these bookshelves were purchased at ikea yeah well they they really should have <laughs> bolted them and and made sure they were secure that's I on agree. them Imagine how many pieces of literature got ruined. I like how he's like, clean up your mess. You knocked over all these gigantic like bookshelves. It, it would take a team of people days to clean that up. Yeah, like she can't lift and one of those bookshelves herself. She literally herself. just like, well, fuck this. I'm not cleaning this up. I'm going to go over here. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, museum man. You think you're so great? It's not even dark in this room. And she grabs a torch. <laughs> also, priceless artifacts everywhere. But there's torches lit constantly that are unattended. You notice that? Yep. I mean, they're all made of stone, so I guess fire couldn't really hurt them very badly. But who ends up being in the thing? Isn't it like Benny? No, it's not Benny. It's her brother guy. Oh, man. I'm not going to lie. That actually made me jump a little bit. I forgot about that. Benny is played by Kevin J. O'Connor. Really? Who is an actor and I assume has no relation to Kevin O'Connor. The host of this old house. I mean, or he does have relation. No, I just checked. I've never seen him. I was like, it would be amazing if it was the same person. (laughs) You've never seen this old house? No, I've never seen it. Oh, we can't be friends anymore. All right. Well, that's been another episode of Refined 90s Cinema. See y'all never. Um, (laughs) See you never. I'm a head out. Can you imagine we continue to make the podcast, but with different people? And we're not friends anymore. And we just we keep posting all of what gets made to the website. But it's like no editing, no editing, just two podcasts, just people talking. Oh, boy, two podcasts instead of one. Did I sound like Mickey Mouse? Perhaps that was that was my first ever actual attempt at a Mickey Mouse impression. So if it was bad. I, fr- I and I'm I thought sorry. you were trying to do a testicular torsion voice. I, uh... I mean, same difference, right? Mickey Mouse testicular torsion. <laughs> I have a Disney story for you. The people are waiting, Brendan. They want to hear your story. So, They're just talking about the the key thing that Jonathan gave Evie. Right so now, I heard a story like... about the plane that Walt Disney built for himself when. Walt Disneyland was being built so that he could fly between Disney World and Disneyland. It's like a private plane with a big Mickey on the side. I'm sure they have a fleet of planes now, but this was the one that Walt had built so he could travel in between. And he passed away before Walt Disneyland was finished, but 
the seat in the plane is still there. That was Walt's seat. And it had like, like, uh, altitude indicators and a bunch of different gauges. So he could sit there and see like how fast the plane was going and what direction they were flying and all of that stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. Man, Walt Disney was a phenomenal human being. But he was also maybe a racist and a Nazi sympathizer. Really? I, I've read that before, but I don't know if it's I think true. That might, be spe- that might be speculation. I don't know if it's true. When people are dead, it's a lot easier to say negative things about them. He looks like Tarzan. Well, he was George of the Jungle. Yeah. Brendan Fraser. This, this scene, that's what it made me think of. Yeah, he, he definitely looks a lot like his George of the Jungle in this scene. He's in the cell and they're going to talk to him about the key found in Hamanatra. The puzzle box. Her accent is amazing. <laughs> I love that line. You swear every damn day. <laughs> if you were on death row and you were about to die, would you, would you reach through a cage and kiss someone? Um, sure. Why not? I'd get they married. Like her, I would. I'd do all kinds of stuff. I'd do all kinds of crazy stuff. What would your last meal be? My last yeah. meal? That's really hard, Brandon. Would you go the like Big Mac and a milkshake route or would you go the like steak and lobster most expensive meal I've ever had? I would just like here's the thing. And this is this might be a little bit weird or like cheesy because I know when you ask someone what their last meal is, you're like, what kind of food would you eat for your last meal? But for me, I would want my last. I wouldn't care what I was eating. I would just want my last meal to be with like the people that mean most to me. Mm, That is cheesy. That would be. But it's very it's true, though. It wouldn't matter what I was eating, though, as long as I was with people that I really cared about. If I knew I was gone right after that. I can't imagine it's a very happy time. I love how all the prisoners are just all over this guy. Here's what I've always wondered about when people are being hung or like getting hanged or whatever you want yeah. to call it. If you flexed your neck muscles like really, really hard, would you not hang? I don't think so. It's... Like, would you be able to survive longer if you, if you did that, though? Like. I've heard stories of people whose necks were too fat. Oh, so they had like a lot of cushions. So like it didn't work. Suffocate them. Interesting. Anyway, Evie saves him from being hung. And now we're going to be on a boat to Hamanoptra. We should go to Hamanoptra, Brandon. We should. Is it a real place? I'm pretty sure it's a real place. Hamanoptra, also known as City of the Dead, is a fictional Egyptian city that first made its appearance in the 1990 fi- 1999 film The Mummy. Oh, so it's fictional because it's like believed to be a city that was there at some point and just like it can't be found now. Like the Bermuda Triangle. Okay, no, the Bermuda Triangle is like actually... Yeah, but it's believed that there's like something inside of the Bermuda Triangle that people have never actually found. Mm. Like an island or something. Did you know something. that there's a Great Lakes Triangle? Really? Apparently. Brendan Fraser was a handsome guy back in the day, man. He was. And he went to college. Remember that movie With Honors? Oh, yeah. I forgot about With Honors. That's a great movie. The mysterious triangle of the Great Lakes. The most anomalous place on Earth. Suck it everywhere else. Canada's got the most anomalous place on Earth. It's all confirmation bias anyway, but still. Yeah, agreed. It's also arguable because half of each of the Great Lakes is in the States, technically. Well, and people people (laughs) believe it's fun to believe. I believe Hamanoptra is a real place. We need to go, Brendan. Let's go right now. Gotta go walk through the desert and look for Hamanoptra. We can just do what these guys do and like wait for the sunset at the right time and it'll appear. I wonder if that was his pickup line for years after this movie. (laughs) Want to see my (laughs) Hamanoptra? 
Hey, baby, how would you like to see my Hamanoptra? That's Mr. Hamanoptra to you. <laughs> Ouch. Ooh, that's pretty sweet. Look at those bullet loops that he has in this bag. He's just ready for also, freaking it, anything. This also tells us he has no toiletries, no soap, no toothbrush, no deodorant, no other clothes. Nope, he definitely just brought guns yeah. and ammunition in his bag. I thought it was like a duffel bag. Nope, he's just a dirty bee. A dirty bee. Mr. O'Connell, you dirty you bee, dirty. you. And, and not in the in the sexy way, in the Listen. dirty, disgusting way. Like, you should wash your clothes and take a shower, buddy. But Evie seems to like it, so you go, Mr. O'Connell. <laughs> she wants to rub his gun. She wants to rub his hominoptra. I was about to be hanged. See, See like it is hanged. Yeah, you didn't know that? You were like hunged, hanged. You were confused I earlier. I said both. I think it works in both tenses, though. Like, he was hung or we're going to be hanged. Hanged is like the future tense. It's Kevin J. O'Connor, everyone. I like his Pope hat. Or his, I, I kind of like his little mustache. Yeah, what is that? It's just like you shave the top and you leave it you like leave really, the... really short, I guess. <laughs> you leave the lip line yeah. there, but shave everything else. It looks like he just like got a little crazy with like a permanent marker. <laughs> he just picked up a permanent marker one day. It was like, I'm going to have some fun with you later. He puts it on like the like the guy with the to kill list from Billy Madison. Oh, my God. He just throws Benny off of the boat. Goodbye, Benny. See you later. When you see wet footprints on the boat. Run, run away. When you've seen weird jizz stains. <laughs> they're not jizz stains. They're wet footprints, Brendan. So they're on a boat, correct? She must have like the most expensive room. She also has the most expensive wardrobe ever. Look at her freaking nightgown. I mean, I'm not complaining, but I'm just saying. <laughs> she, has a, she has a lot of hair. Look at how much hair she has. I like how he just has like a weird blade coming out of his hand. It's like he's like Wolverine, but they didn't quite do it right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, he's like the one before the actual Wolverine where they got one finger right, oh, but not the other one. Candle to the face. Get candled, bitch. <laughs> Relax, I'm the map. That's comforting. That would hurt so bad. He should bad. have just taken a picture of the map with his cell phone. Did they not have those in this movie? No, dude. Cell phones weren't a thing yet. <laughs> it's 1999. Cell phones were like bigger than his duffel bag full of guns. It's true. The dude's pointing at things with the gun. I see him. He's very He's intense. like, I'm gonna shoot you. Psst, psst. Hello? I have returned. Oh, crap. I hear footsteps. Everybody hide. Shh. 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 Don't tell him we're here. I can no. I can hear you. <laughs> it's like when all the kids try to hide and play a joke on the teacher. Shh, shh, shh. And you be like, as an adult, you walk in the room and you're like, I can see and hear all of you. <laughs> Welcome back, Professor Brandon. It took a fun ruiner. It took too long. I, I didn't eat dinner. My dinner was one half of a Pop-Tarts package. So I had some salami and pickled asparagus. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. So you had like four Pop-Tarts for dinner? No, 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 like one half of like one single Pop-Tart. Oh, so like one half of just a single Pop-Tart. Package, Pop yes. Like package. Okay, I got you. 
My brain immediately went to he ate half a box of pop tarts, <laughs> and it was like a super box, so I, it was really like sixteen packages. I mean, pop tarts are good. So pop tarts are one of those foods that I could eat a lot of. How many pizza pops do you think you could eat in one sitting? They make me feel sick to my oh, stomach, really? so I probably not that oh. many. Pop tarts, on the other hand, I could eat like a ton of if I was left to my own devices. What's your favorite kind of pop tart, though? That's um, the real question. I think s'more is my favorite kind. Oh my god, they're so yeah. good. Have you ever put them in the freezer and eaten them cold? No, what? Do it. It's so good. You free frozen s'mores pop tarts. What does it taste like? Tastes like frozen s'mores pop tarts. Oh. What's the advantage over a, like a LA. toasted one? I mean, it's cold. It's like you're eating like a, a pop tart pop. I don't know. It's good. <laughs> Fucking try it. Eat it with eat Bitch. it and have hot chocolate with it. Oh, It'll be the best yeah. experience of your life. And dip it. You're listening to episode eleven of Refined. 90s cinema with Brendan and Alex. We're watching 1999's The Mummy. I love catastrophe movies. They're awesome. There's also one called Y2K Year to Kill. When the world's computers crash, a group of thugs go on a crime and murder spree. <laughs> I love it. Did you ever see the movie uh, Dante's Peak? I don't think so. Had Pierce Brosnan in it. It was about a volcano erupting. And them having to escape. It was like the best disaster movie I think I've ever oh. seen. It's from the 90s, I think, too. We might be able to watch it on the podcast. That sounds good. Oh, this this True. guy. This this guy is just Yo. not liking what EF is putting down. I don't know about you, but if I got punched in the face seven times, I probably wouldn't have enough energy nope, to keep fighting. I would fall and die. Wait here while everyone's fighting each other. And then he just jumps overboard. I'll go and get he help. Says, Wait he here, jumps. and then the other guy's like, "God damn it!" Now I have to do the same thing. I love how this is like the stereotypical group of Americans in this movie, and they're all just like firing their guns, yeah. like "Yeehaw!" America. Speaking of small tins, I got you a present this week. You got me a present in a small tin. So it is a tin from Inception, and inside is a red dice and a top. That's awesome. It's like a little gift thing I got from eBay. It was like $2. Wow, dude. Thank you. That's amazing. Inception's a great movie. I would argue that it's that it's Leonardo DiCaprio's best role, but a lot of people would argue that Titanic is that. Mm. Although he's had a lot of really good roles, like Catch Me If You Can. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. That's him, right? I was just about to say that. That's yeah, probably my favorite one. DiCaprio movie. Yeah, they have a lot of comic relief characters in this movie. <clears throat> you know, you know what's on my bucket list, Brendan? Mm. To ride a camel. I just want to ride a camel. They're very, one day. very high up. Well, I mean, they have a ginormous hump in their back. Of course, they're high up. <laughs> and apparently, for Damn. tourists, like if you go to a tourist area where you can ride a camel, they charge you to get on and off the camel. Whoa! Like really? that's how they get Wait, you. You go to Egypt as a tourist. Yeah, apparently. What is it like the bus? You have to fucking pay to ride the camel. <laughs> Swipe well, your credit card through the camel's asshole. You can't get off of it. You're going to get hurt. So you would go to like a platform so you can get off and they'll charge you to use their platform. He's very rude. That was really that was really clever. How he was bitching about how the camels are awful and they smell and they bite and they spit. And then they had the big fat guy spit at the same time. 
That is beautiful. Just this big giant desert landscape. Oh my god, this movie is two hours long. I never realized this movie was two yes, hours long. Yes, because last time like I watched it, I remember being like, "This is a long movie." It's a nice shot. Eh? The far shot of the yep. camels, or the ones of them walking up. It's amazing to me. Like they would have had to have a big crane and like a crew or like a helicopter, but now people just use drones. Drones are an amazing thing, man. They they do wonders for cinema. Mm. And it's really cost efficient, too. Yeah, because you just have one like a camera operator and a drone operator. Or maybe it's the same. Yeah, and you, can, you can use your phone for like the same quality video as well, you would get on like a big, big camera. I'm sure too, like Hollywood productions don't use. I know, but like you can get a really lightweight camera to be carried by a drone, though, is my point. Or some drones actually are cameras. Mm. But even for low budget films, like you can get a drone and your phone for like what? Probably $300. He says... 500 cash bucks cash money cash bucks i love these nice sunset shots sunrise shots rather i like that shot with the sun yeah it's nice (laughs) the guy with the umbrella in the desert this is what i like though you know how a lot of movies nowadays brendan they do this thing where you see like a shot right away of like the bad guy or like it throws you right into right. things by like having someone get killed right away like or something. Like they're in a warehouse and then... Yeah, and then like someone gets, just gets murdered right away and then all of a sudden it's 10 minutes into the film and it's, it's just like slasher flick nonstop and stuff in horror movies. For sure. Or like, or it's just like a lot of action happening right away. This This movie actually has a story. And I mean, it's not the scariest of movies, but there's so much build up to what actually starts happening and like meeting the antagonist and everything. I don't know. I just think it's really well done. It's good directing when a director is able to say something like this is going to take an extra two minutes to do this scene, but it'll be worth it in the long run because it'll add to the story. Like, I think that's a really, really good call for a director to make sometimes because two minutes isn't even going to be noticed by people watching it in the long run. You know, I was talking to Steph about this today when we were watching The Goblet of Fire, because there's a few spots in that movie where. I actually turned to her and I was like, wait, why is this happening? Like, why is this character angry right now? And she explained to me like, oh, this is why, like, they had this conversation earlier where like this happened or whatever in the book. And I was like, why wouldn't the director take 30 seconds or less in the film to make them have a conversation about that? So, you know why their emotion is the way Mm -hmm. it is at that point in the movie. When you steal something for a girl, it's when you know you really like her. Can't say I've ever done that. Hear that, ladies? The guy steals something for you. He's a keeper. And gives you a bag of tools. <laughs> well, because they're ar- archaeological tools and she likes this kind of shit. That they also can't get out of. What do you mean they can't get out of? They can climb up a rope. I mean, the average person probably can't climb up a rope, but... <laughs> hey, that is a neat trick. The light shines on the mirror and you just angle it and it bounces off all the mirrors and lights up the whole room. So cool. It is very cool. It also makes a room look bigger. HGTV. I remember looking that up, actually, the mirror thing, if it was an actual thing that was done back in the day in Egypt. And it's true. Foreshadowing alert. Yeah, because we saw the scarabs eating fucking Emotep alive in the beginning of the movie. Terrifying, by the way. Worst death ever. He's got you're right. He's got like 18 guns, Brandon. Yeah, like he just like has them all over his body. (laughs) I like that scene. You scared the bejesus out of us, O'Connell. You die. Did he say it? Did I just hear that? What, yeah. you die? No, oh, okay. I don't think he said that. Push off. This is odd to excite. I love, watch Evie in this scene. You see her looking around, and then she kind of starts to realize. It's just brilliant acting, because she starts to realize, and you can see it on her face in the background of these shots, where she's like, oh, wait, I'm realizing where we're at. Let's let them dig here. <laughs>
Yeah, see, she realized that underneath the statue is where they actually want to be. I like how they're just literally knocking directly above them and giving absolutely no thought to the fact that the ceiling is going to cave in on them. Yeah, that too. That's that's not the smartest thing in the world. But then there's this fucking guy who is the bravest guy in the world. Because I would never go off on my own in an Egyptian tomb. I would hug someone and stay next to them constantly. Torches were a thing in so many movies back then, too. Word up. It's weird that there weren't subtitles oh, for that. Oh, man. Oh, no, the workers are dead. They're like being Slave burned labor. by acid. <laughs> a red hot poker. He's like, you can see my red hot poker. <laughs> for the record, don't put me down for mummification <laughs> if I don't get out of here. <laughs> I love that kind of humor. It's just like really subtle. It's it's a uh, 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 the Grinch. Okay, so that bothers me what? because they were obviously digging underneath his fucking tomb. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna dig under here. This is where this thing was right? buried." How do they? How do they assume they're not gonna find a sarcophagus underneath a tomb? She seems so surprised by it. Oh my god, a sarcophagus! There's no way in hell that would have been here. Oh, what are you doing here? Yeah, how did you get here? The scarabs gonna eat them. Creepy, creepy, creepy scarabs. Those are animated, and they're animated quite well, might I add. Oh, oh, oh it's so creepy. It's like that scene in the Matrix when the thing is in his stomach. Oh yeah. Oh, oh God. that kind of stuff. That scene. That scene's gross too. The man. The man with the hook, wearing the black robes. That's why you don't go venturing off on your own, you dummy. What do you suppose killed him? Did you ever see him eat? Burn! Pressurized salt acid. That sounds rough. Tell those guys dead. Foreshadowing. If I can see it and I can touch it, then it's real. How about this dick? <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't the man just say, stay here? <laughs> and she just takes off. Brendan Fraser is the best shot in the whole wide world. He For never real, gets right? hit and he shoots. He hits somebody every single time. Yeah. <laughs> he has dynamite on him, too. Brendan Fraser is a man of many talents. Dynamite. Leave this place or die. Brendan Fraser, more like Brendan Freeze, sir. I have a stick of dynamite. Ooh, but I like other like leave this place and then they all leave. Well, yeah, they're, they're trying to lead by example, Brendan. think he's also just going to go. He puts a stick of dynamite back in his pants. <laughs> just carries sticks of dynamite. Want to see pants. my dynamite go boom? <laughs> Is that a stick of dynamite or are you just happy to see me? I like how the dude was shaving and he still got shaving cream all over half of his face. It sounded like a hard fucking it, punch, it, man. Uh, yeah, he's just trying to get her drunk. From that. Just try to take advantage of her. That's awful. It is awful. <laughs> what is a place like me doing in a girl like this? They're having a little romantic love connection right now. Cue the music, Brendan. Wonderwall. <laughs> I'm proud of what I am. And what is that? <laughs> She's librarian, Brendan. And she's proud of who she is. <laughs> yeah, he had to air kiss because she passed out before she could kiss him. Sucks. They have babies later, though, so it's all good. Don't open. Well, then don't open it if you don't want to die. Credits. 
Yeah, basically, death becomes whoever opens this chest. Okay, I'm we just gonna leave for that shit sure behind. Open that chest, right, guys? All right. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking leave. See you later, alligators. I would be out of there so fast. Thank God they bought a, brought a guy who could read that. I mean, wouldn't you if you were going all the way to Hamanoptra? Is that that's not Benny? That's just a guy with the same hat, correct? Yeah, it's a guy with the same hat. It's a smart Benny, basically. Benny. It's Spenny. Oh, there he is. There's Benny. It's the curse, everyone. Run, run, Kevin J. O'Connor. Run, Kevin. Run, bitch. Run. <laughs> you dream about dead guys? Yeah, everyone has their fetishes. God. This guy must have been condemned not only in this life but the next. Let's open his tomb. That sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Let's go frolicking in the tomb. Open it up, boys. He's still bones. He's still juicy. <laughs> they both say juicy at the same time. He's still decomposing. So I didn't, that annoys me too. When she was putting her fingers through the fingernail mm -hmm. marks, there were five lines for fingernail marks, but like you can't really make five lines symmetrical to each other with your thumb and your fingernails because your thumbnail doesn't really do that. Maybe he had five fingers. Dude, he didn't have Maybe five he fingers. Did, okay? okay. For the sake of this movie being accurate. Okay. <laughs> the Book of the Dead. The Book of the Dead. <laughs> Who opened, like, th this is what blows my mind about this movie. Who the hell finds something called the Book of the Dead and messes around with it? You know, people. Like, who's like, this dude was condemned to death Those Hollywood in this types, life and the They're next. always trying to do something. Let's open up his tomb. That sounds like a good idea. Let's read the Book of the Dead. It's another good idea. Let's open the Book like of the could, Dead. Yeah, it's not like it could resurrect fucking weird zombie mummy guys or anything. No biggie. You might be able to sell them for firewood. <laughs> you found you guys a nice juicy mummy. Congratulations. Okay, so here's what bugs me about this. She finds these scarab skeletons in his tomb, right? Correct. But in the beginning of the movie, we see so many scarabs in there that like they would have poured out when they opened. Well, this no, thing. they would have been all dead. Yeah, but she found skeletons. Yeah. But like how for how many scarabs were in there eating him at the beginning? Like there would have been. They would also have little tiny that. skeletons is what you're saying. Yeah. Like they would be pouring out of his of his sarcophagus when they well, opened it. Maybe that's what, what all saying. that dust was. Maybe you're what all the maybe. dust was. Time will tell. He's like sleeping with the Book of the Dead. Yeah, you're a smart I, person. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I can't sleep while I'm holding. Especially like, like a metal book. I feel like that would be very yeah, uncomfortable. And a vase. Agreed. Also, if that stuff was that important, wouldn't they be guarding it all night? Yeah, for real. And I'm going like to open how, it. Yeah, I like how Brendan Fraser's like, maybe you shouldn't open the Book of the Dead. Yeah. See, you sure you want to be playing it's just around the book. This thing? <laughs> uh -oh. What's the weirdest book you ever read? Brendan? What is the weirdest book I've ever read? Yeah. Um, I read a book about a, a guy who claimed to have been abducted and visited by aliens multiple times. And the most intense uh, part of the book was his wedding night. And he said the aliens visited him when his, him and his wife were consummating their marriage. Wow, that's weird. I think you beat me. The weirdest book I ever read was one called Adultery. And it was like the perspective of a wife 
who was cheating on her husband. Mm. So it was it was weird in the sense that like I don't really think like that. So reading it was kind of weird for me. Like it was like this is the mindset of someone who would cheat was on it someone. Was a fiction you book know? or a real book? Yeah, it was fictitious. Mine was ri- written like a biography. Oh, whoa, that's yeah. really weird. Oh, Plague of Locusts. <laughs> my glasses. I can't see without my glasses. Oh. Of course it's Benny that steps cliche. on the dude's glasses. Kevin J. O'Connor. You rag, rag, rag scallion? How do you rag? Rat scallion? I don't know. I think it's rat scallion, Brendan. Yep, it is rat scallion. That's a weird phrase because a scallion is like a a crustacean, isn't it? It's a type of seafood. Oh, it's actually one word. It is a rap scallion. Really? A mischievous person, a scoundrel, a rap scallion. Now we know. That's a lot of scarabs, man. That just burst yep. out of the ground to chase See, them. there they are. You were wondering the whole time. That was a jump. Also, what do you think a shotgun's going to do against a bunch of little bugs? Nothing. I don't know why he shot them, but maybe he's played Resident Evil. I know that happens a lot in that game. Do you think it's endearing to call someone by their full name? Um, I think it sounds serious. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I find I would rather call people by their full name than, like, a nickname. P.S. Look at the animation on this mummy. My God. Like, it looks so good. Ooh. Look at those eyeballs. He took my tongue. So he can have it because he needs it. It's kind of important. He got, he's got to speak. The rest of the movie. He doesn't, have, he, he doesn't have lips to make an M sound. So how did he say a Noxuna moon? He's dead, man. Just run. This is the best scene ever. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know if I would just scream back at a mummy. I would just run away like and be that. so scared. Yella, Emshi. That means hurry up. We must we must go on the hunt. Bring her up. Does it actually mean hurry up? It does. That's awesome. Hurry up, boys. We gotta go on the hunt. Or like, let's go. Let's go. Benny found the mummy. I like how he has like 19,000 religions just hanging around his neck. This is a this is a lesson, Brendan. We need to we need to start carrying the relics of many different religions around our neck and just learn all the languages. Oh, he's speaking Hebrew. Yep. The language of the slaves, the mummy calls it, which is very offensive. Actually, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't allow that in a movie nowadays. Well, speaking Hebrew is not offensive. No, but to call it the language of the slaves. Oh, man, that hand, though. I know, right? You can definitely see the budget. Yeah, I bet they're actually in Cairo for this. That's what I am to you. A That's contract. Right. Brandon, am I, am I a contract Our sex to you? contract is hereby terminated. It's a pretty shitty sex contract if we never ever even right? had sex. It's a shame, too. She's real cute. Is that a woman or a man? I don't actually know. <laughs> no, I think it's a woman. She looks very cute. She has a big costume. He's very red. He's like a human you know tomato. Who his, his shade reminds me of? Who? Dursley. Dursley Harry from Potter. Oh, oh my what's god, the da- what's does. the dad's name? I want to say like Winston Dursley, but that's not what it is. Papa Dursley, you know. Papa Dursley. Wait, Weasley? No. Dursley. Uh, Dursley? Uh, Dursley, the, the dad. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, I know who you're talking about now. I thought for some reason I, I was picturing like Ronald's dad when you said that. Papa Dursley. Papa Dirty. I'm pretty sure that if your eyes and tongue were ripped out, as horrible as it would be, 
your depth perception would not be gone. Like it would just be like your eyes are closed. If you had no eyes. Uh true, but But like if you put but if you put a cup down somewhere with your eyes closed, you still know maybe where it, it is. Maybe it was served to him. Maybe. Oh god. Fucking Benny being on the mummy's side. They all spit it out. Everyone in the bar tastes Tasted like it like blood. Blood. That's a very dramatic Cuz the plagues are It's cuz the plagues are happening, Brendan. She's always reading. She's a librarian. Yeah, big problems. Pretty sure the sky, that's like biblical. The sky is falling. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Tropic Thunder. (laughs) Yeah, why are there random palm trees? I don't get that. Because it's the Middle East. Are there palm trees in Egypt, though? Benny, you little stinkweed. Where have you been? There are palm trees in Egypt. Hmm. Good to know. The mummy is regenerating his body. That is a cool animation. That is animation. a very cool effect. Oh my god. He's already dead. He can't die. Yeah, but he's Rick Richard O'Connell. All he knows how to do is fight fire with fire. Oh, cats. He's scared of the cat. He just dust clouded because out of they're, there. They're sacred in Egypt, man. Cats. Shoot, that was the cheesiest... The yeah. cut, how it like fanned out. It from, was like that oh sandwich God. cut. It's like from when yeah, from movie like maker, when Brendan. you did the morning announcements at your school in fifth grade. They had a, a huge white. budget to do that cut, that crazy special effect, but they couldn't do a normal. Cut. I bet. I bet you there was something else there, and they had to get rid of it. And they were like, "Shit, now we have to put like a." But they could have just put nothing, and it would have been fine. Yeah, it's just like a normal cut where the scene stops. And we see the next scene of them in another library. Yeah, that would have been perfectly fine. Also, they're in the place with the red rope where you're not supposed to go. Every museum <laughs> I've ever been in, they don't even let you touch that red rope. Well, they let them in it because she's a librarian, Brendan. She gets special privileges. Evie's a human sacrifice, Brendan. We have to save her. Nah, I'm okay if she dies. No, dude, I'm not. <laughs> Keep her alive. His powers are growing. She's too purdy. That's to a die. nice window. Oh my god, it is a nice window. When Cameron was in Egypt's land, let my people go. There's Peeler. So apparently the actress that plays Evie switches for the third mummy movie. Which by the way, I didn't even know there was a third mummy movie. Huh. Guess where he left her. Locks her in a bedroom. He left her in the bedroom, Brendan. Every single time he's like, I just want to stay here and get wasted. I'm just I'm just out to smoke weed, bras. You wanna get high? Dude. So fucking <laughs> Rachel Wise. Rachel Lay it Rachel on Wise, us. the girl who plays the girl who plays Evie, is in the new Black Widow movie for Marvel. So now when I watch that movie, I'm gonna watch for her because because I'm interested. <laughs> fucking throws a chair at him. I know that would be my first uh, my first option, right? Someone's running from you, grab a chair, whip yep. it at him. <laughs> and your sister. <laughs> he just wants the book. I and swear. your sister. Oh, yeah. And your sister. But that's it. Just those two things. Benny's such a jackass. Kevin J. O'Connor. I like how he, th- I like how he, th- he just jumps out the window. Oh, man. Oh, he's, coming. he's like Voldemort, except not. He's coming back to life, dude. A plague of locusts. Gross. I don't think that's locusts, dude. I think those were like wasps. No, locusts are grasshoppers. Yeah, but the locusts already happened. 
I wonder what, like, what are the plagues? Let's, let's fucking, let's look this shit up. Yeah, there's like a, like, there's like a, a chronology. There's seven of them. And they are? I'm looking it up. Hang on a second. The plagues are water to blood, frogs, lice or gnats. So I think that's what we just saw was the gnats. Uh, or no, wild animals or flies. So that, that was probably flies. Pestilence of livestock, boils, thunderstorm of hail and fire. Locust is nowhere on here. Maybe locust counts as like insects or flies or whatever. I don't know. Oh, actually, oh, you know what? Locust, act, locust is on there. It went inside his open flesh and then he ate it. Gross. It was. Apparently he can turn into sand. That's cool. I want to be able to turn into sand. He's like he's like that sand when you go to the beach and like you try to have a shower afterwards, but you just can't get it out of all of your crevices. Yeah, that's who this guy is. He's that sand. I, I really dislike when you have sand in your crevices. You dislike when I have sand in my crevices or when you have sand in I your mean, crevices? Everyone. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Something so cute makes him so afraid. Now, Look what I now got. they definitely all have tons of sand in their crevices. I mean, I have one way they could wash it out. With water. With a nice, a nice hot shower, Brendan. All three of them together? Yeah. They gotta find the gold book, Brendan. I actually really badly want to go to Egypt. I think it would be beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably not during like a plague situation, but any other time of the year is probably fine with I me. I mean, that would probably be not good. I'm not a big fan of locusts and stuff, but like I would love to just go see the desert and like hang out in Egypt for a couple days. That'd be pretty cool. I'm sure it's beautiful. It looks like it is. Emotep. Emotep. That's such like kudos to this movie. I haven't seen it in years. But man, the animation is top notch. Oh my god. Like him doing his fucking spell thing there and like his body fused with the rotting flesh and stuff. Everything looks so good. I mean, he's oh Emotep, so he, he knows what's up. He does know what's up. Emotep. Where's the gold book, Brendan? They're trying um, to figure it out. In, his pa- in, in Brendan Fraser's pants with everything else. <laughs> <laughs> That line is so good. Patience is a virtue. Not right now, it isn't. <laughs> Everyone's running in to come and kill them. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the like pretend to be a zombie routine. Yeah, you know what? Kudos to Jonathan, dude. He's like the smartest character in this movie. He was totally dead just now. And he faked out all of the weird zombie people. Fucking Benny. I hate Benny. Benny needs to die. It's a nice car. Their, their getaway car is like a 70s Oldsmobile. <laughs> oh, actually, that's one of the plagues, Brendan. They're all like boiled and stuff. Oh, my God. I just had a realization. Oh, look at that punch. What would you do? Probably die. Look at his face. Oh, they're all just like, let him do it. Emo tap. He runs out of ammo, dude. Running out of ammo in that situation would suck. Oh, the weird smile animation. Oh, man. I think that this is really effective. 
And it's like on his on the other guy's face who's watching. Yeah, like it's just showing the reactions of someone watching, but you don't actually get to see what's happening. It le- leaves it all to the imagination, and I think that's way more effective than actually seeing the gore in a movie. It's a lot of extras. No kidding. Emotep. What is, do we know? What that mean, word means? Emotep. It's his name. It means his name. His name literally means the one who comes in peace. Okay, well, he's definitely not coming in peace. Well, I mean, I don't think he's coming at all, but this isn't that kind of movie. But um, Live today. Fight tomorrow. Brendan, we're going back to Hamanaptra. Emotep. To save the... They have to save the girl, man. Okay. We'll see. He's like, we'll see about that. I'm going to go commit yeah. some sex crimes. I'll be crimes. seeing you again, mummy man. That was a cool shot where he throws yep. a torch into the camera. That was pretty dope. That guy, he deserves the Oscar right there. This As guy for killing everyone. And also dies. Well, we don't know what happens. He's super yeah. dead for sure. Emotep. For sure. Royal Air Force Giza. <laughs> number nine auxiliary squad. How did they get back to the car? They went through a tunnel and then that's where they ended up. This seems like the worst Air Force base ever. I mean, if it works, it works though, Brandon. I like his mustache. Hey, it's Dursley again. Dursley. Papa Dursley. Be nice to Harry Potter. Let him out. Papa boy. Rescue the damsel in distress. Kill the bad guy. Save the world. Every hero's motto, yep. really. That's what they have to do. They're literally hanging onto the wings of the plane. Wouldn't that affect aerodynamics? Um, yeah, especially in a plane that small. Like, you'd have to worry about the weight. I guess maybe having one on each wing. Yeah, if they're about the same weight and closer to the center would be better, I think. Also, how do they decide who was going to be in the wing? I don't know, man. Obviously, O'Connell gets to be in the plane because he's the main character. Now he's like, now I'm going to be almost naked because why not? My body's back together, so now I can be shirtless. I mean, that would be my mindset, right? Like, show off all them pecs, all them man boobies. All them movies. The movies. Hey, baby, what do you think of my movies? Yum. Do you want to go see a movie together? (laughs) (laughs) I've got two right here. I got a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes for my movies. If they didn't have this, like, Fred Flintstone plane... I know, Maybe right? They pedal faster. Get somewhere. Winston. Pedal faster. I love that his name's Winston, too, like Churchill. Come on. Come on. It's literally a pedal plane. And I like, it's just such a weird joke to add in, but I love it. He looks super creepy in that shot. Yeah. Like, why are you shooting a wall of He's sand? like wasting bullets. This is going to do nothing. He's like, I'm going to eat you and. His reaction is, I'm going to put my goggles on. Can't they can't she just like push them? Oh, my God. She's going to kill them. She going to kill them. She going to kill them. Wonderwall. Today is going to be the day that you're going to get killed by Emotep. Oh, making out with the Emotep. Playing some tonsil hockey. Oh, baby. Lucky him. Emotep. More like Emotep dat. <laughs> Emotep. <laughs> His alter ego. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Batman, but <laughs> what? It's Emotap. Well, yeah, because like Bruce Wayne has Batman. Emotap has Emotap. It could it could either just, be like, puts on- <laughs> a dude who bangs or the name of a guy <laughs> who likes tap dancing. 
<laughs> he puts on his black tattered robes <laughs> and just comes out and starts tap dancing. <laughs> That's the next 45 minutes of the movie. <laughs> the next movie isn't even even a sequel. It's just him fucking <laughs> tap dancing for five, 50 minutes. It's weird that this made me think of this, but anyone who hasn't seen the HD recorded for Disney Plus version of Hamilton, go and watch it because it is amazing. Have you seen it, Brandon? I have not. Oh my God, go and watch it. It changed my life. It is like the most amazing musical I've ever seen. It's so good. It's a musical about our forefathers. And you think it's going to be dumb, but it's not dumb. It's amazing. It's all spoken word. And the actors and actresses are amazing. They're brilliant. They're so good. I just had to gush about Hamilton for a second because I had like I, I started watching it. I went into it and I was like, this is going to be something that I'm going to walk away from in like right. 20 minutes. And the three hours just flew by like they were gone in no time. I had no idea where they went. It was that good. They went into the past, obviously. Listen, you fucking <laughs> say what shut up, say. Brandon. Watch Hamilton. Okay. Watch it. Watch it with, okay. watch it with Michelle. Asked me. Me. And I was like, uh, musical. Uh. No, I don't like Seriously, musicals, though. And then, yeah, but it's I don't like musicals you a whole lot either. And I, uh, I loved it. Like, watch okay. it. Just watch it. You'll you'll have an amazing appreciation for it after you watch it. I guarantee it. Hamilton is the musical that's for people that don't like musicals. Anyway, back to the mummy. Jonathan's telling fucking Rick O'Connell and the, the weird dude in the black robes to dig out the And then they have the like bugs on the thing. Yep. And Which is like what the other guy, like, Kevin J. O'Connor, he took it off the wall and it ended up like, yeah, doing that. Whoa. <laughs> I love how that's his reaction. Whoa. Cut him. Why did he have to do the whole like knife flip around it looks thing? Cool. I know, but like, ching 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 ching, and then he like went in. Uh oh, Emotep summoning some boys. His ashes bring all the boys to the yard, <laughs> and they're like, "It's better than yours." They're like, "It's better than yours." Damn right. Damn right. I'm gonna kill O'Connell. I mean, you know, he just summons some mummies from the wall. It's all good. No biggie. Kind of freaks me out. It makes me scared of hieroglyphs. No worries. Those torches are super cool. I want to hold one of those torches at one point in my life. But is it better than yours? It will be if I get to hold one. Did you see that thing? It was like 12 inches. Mm. It was like a foot long sub, but lit on fire. How anticlimactic would that have been if he shot the mirror and it didn't actually go where it needed to go? You know what this scene reminds me of, Brendan? That scene in Aladdin where uh, Aladdin and Abu are like walking down into the Cave of Wonders and Abu's like, I can't touch it, but I want to touch it. Want to touch the hiney. Man, that dude is just everywhere. Oh, yeah, there, there are more <laughs> priests. Emotep's priests. Emotep's got some priests, boys. We must kill them. He throws the gun at him. Oh my god, Jonathan's my hero. He runs out of ammo and just hucks the gun at the fucking mummy. Of course, Benny's in the treasure room rummaging around. Let me give you a topic and tell me the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Okay, we're gonna do the that person. What is that test? I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's a word is. association. All right, shotgun. Shotgun. Okay, do another one. Sorry. Dynamite. Blow explosion. Blow explosion. <laughs> Mummy. Mommy. Mommy. 
Poncho. Poch. Poncho. Poncho from the Emperor's yeah. New Crew. Llama. Lime. I don't know why I went with the first letter. Lime. That's amazing. Book. Library. Nice. Boobies. Hot. <laughs> Necklace. Bracelet. Nice. I expected something else, but that was what I got. So it's all good. Oh, no. Uh, shackles. Prison. Prison. Nice. I like it. Robe. <laughs> uh, sandals. <laughs> sandals. Robe and sandals. Yeah, when you're at like a spa. Gold. Oh, that's yeah. fair. That makes sense. Gold. Silver. Silver and gold. Teeth. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. All right. You have to word okay. associate I'm me now. Pick mo- words that are on while, the screen. While they're, f- while they're fighting off the mummies in this epic Stones. action sequence. Balls. <laughs> Flame. <laughs> uh, erection. I don't know. Haircut. 90s. Suspenders. Richard O'Connell. <laughs> Explosion. <laughs> Richard O'Connell. <laughs> Sand. The mummy. Monkey. That banana vine where he's like, oop, I got it. Spiders. Arachmophobia. Stalactites. Stalagmites. Oh, is it going? Soul. Stone. Book. From Avengers. Book. Book. The Alchemist. Eyeballs. Those eyes. Screaming. Are crying. Those eyes have Ooh. seen a lot of love, but nothing like love I've had with he you. He gon' stab her. He gon' stab you. He gon' stab Except you. Except his her brother found the book of Almond Ra. Almond Ra. Oh, Almond Ra. Really, it was just a commercial for some new almond milk. Really, they're just Ralmans, and people have missed that for ages. They just were calling it by the wrong name. That Idiots. word association shit was hilarious. I love this like happy go lucky ass music in the background, by the way. Have you realized that? It's definitely like for a movie that is called an action horror. It's definitely more adventure. Like I consider this closer to Jurassic Park in genre than closer to the dentist. Uh, definitely like a thousand percent it's definitely more of an adventure it's like an indiana jones style horror movie we watched that in school indiana yeah. jones it's a good movie not the crystal skull though that doesn't count the rest of them are good look out there's one there he's like do you think really is there one here grabbing onto me right now okay <laughs> no, cool. i don't think good there is know. one he's gonna like drop the book on his head and then like the hand from adam's family came oh no it's not a book it's like a Tombstone. The Adams family. Bop, bop, hand. Took him out at the legs. <laughs> Rashimulu, 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 Kaska. And then some weird mummies come out of a closet. They're like, it's 2020. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just play a fucking air horn? <laughs> yeah, because you said it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like part of my day-to-day dialogue at this point in my life. Every time I say something awesome, I'm like, <laughs> This is a weird website called instantairhorn.com. Y'all haven't been to instantairhorn.com. Go check that shit out. It's dope. You can use air horn sounds and... I like how they crush them. It's very good. By the way, 
special yeah, effects. Yeah, the, the crushing is awesome. All of the special effects in this movie are top notch. Yeah, anyone who's listening to this, if you haven't seen The Mummy, go watch The Mummy. 1999, Brendan Fraser. It's very highly recommended. It's an amazing movie. It's really good. If anyone has said it's not good, I don't want to be friends with you. 75% on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> out of 946,791 ratings. Wow, that's actually really good. I don't know. It's it's just a good movie. I I very much enjoy watching it. I'm glad we're watching it on the podcast. This crazy mummy bitch is about to kill Evie. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it, it's really nostalgic for me because I watched this movie so much as a kid. I actually have it on VHS mm, still. Yeah, still. I have the actual VHS with like the real cover and everything like the cardboard. You going to die, bro. You going to die, bro. You going to die, bro. Destroy him. Oh, Emotep has no control over the mummy b- dudes anymore. Jonathan oh. has read from the book of life. They're going to kill mummy, bitch. They're like on a mission. Why did he yeah, drop dude, the that book, animation? I wonder if they use motion capture for this. For what? Oh, like put them in suits? Yeah, like for the mummies walking on screen. I wonder if it was motion capture or if it was actual like frame by frame animated. He reattaches his arm. The best way to create natural movements of the mon- mummy was through simple observation. So similar to what you do, where like you look in a mirror or you watch a video when you're animating something, right? Oh, so it was all keyframe animated. That's really impressive. They didn't know they did use motion capture didn't have the doesn't have the same expressiveness as animation. It provided for a tremendous amount of realism. OK, so they probably used uh, keyframe animation for like the faces and stuff and motion capture for the body movement. Not only did we have all the witness cameras recording motion capture, we also poured over all other photography that was done on Arnold. We also did some specific photography of Arnold so that we understood what his gait was and other things about about the way he moved and how that worked in three dimensional space. That's awesome. I was going to say Arnold is actually still a program that's used nowadays to render and stuff. Yeah, we use it at our studio. I thought he was talking about the actor. No, Arnold is a rendering program in Maya, which is the program I use to animate. This is another thing that I'm very impressed with. I think Arnold is also the name of the actor because they talk about it looking like Arnold. Oh, weird. It's, it's one and the other. Um, something I appreciate about this movie, though, is that they have like the bad guys defeated and then it's not just over right away. Like there's more that goes on afterwards. I find that's really hard for directors and writers to do is like create an ending that works mm. after like all of the actions over with and the bad guys defeated some movies end right when the bad guy gets defeated. Like Leprechaun's a good example. That movie ended like immediately after they killed him. That's true. No, Jonathan. It really speaks volumes to the writing and the directing of this movie. Uh, Yeah. Oftentimes it's like, okay, bad guy's dead. Happily ever after everyone. Oh, his arm. Goodbye, Benny. (laughs) Goodbye, Kevin J. (laughs) O'Connor. So the, the cliff notes are that they read from the Book of Life. It made the mummy mortal again. He stabbed him. He fell in the fucking pool, got eaten by a bunch of souls. Benny was too busy collecting gold to be even around for any of this. And now he's stuck in the tomb because everything closed around him. He's about to get eaten by scarabs. It's going to be a good time. When the lights go out and the mood is set, the scarabs come. They eat your head. They used pressurized sand 
through the keyholes to get that big to get that big sand look. Oh, really? That's cool. That's another scene that they did that in where they, you don't actually get to see what's happening to him. It's all left to the imagination. Yeah, the actor that who is plays the mummy good. is named Arnold Vosloo. Oh, okay. Frazier has said, because of the amount of visual effects in the movie, there were many scenes where we found ourselves acting or reacting to nothing in front of us. Hey, man. Kudos to him. Brandon Frazier's a fantastic actor. I wish that he would have acted a little bit longer. Like, I haven't seen him in... I'm going to look it up. Is there anything like recently that he's been in? I wonder. Line of Descent. It's a movie that came out last year that he was in. Did you know it was loosely based on a 1932 movie called The Mummy? Really? That's kind of cool. Principal photography was done in Morocco. Oh, yeah. If you look up uh, videos and like pictures for The Mummy of 1932, it's like the characters look very Mm. similar. That's really awesome, actually. Jonathan's jealous of O'Connell and Evie making out, so he's trying to kiss a camel. I love learning, like, the fun facts about the movie. It's a good time. Yeah, so then the movie ends with them riding off into the sunset on camels, away from Hominoptera. Like, that. that's way better than just, like, ending when the fucking leprechaun dies in a well, you know? Like, the love story concludes, everything concludes. Kevin J. It's O'Connor great. once said in an interview... The worst thing I was asked to do on this movie was ride a camel. I was given lessons, but I think I could spend an eternity learning how to do it and still never master it. I don't think I'll ever go on a camel again. (laughs) Temperatures of up to 130 degrees in the early morning were commonplace during production. The producers knew that if they were to shoot the film anywhere in the United States, it would look too much like the original Mummy films. So they actually went to Egypt. Yeah. Well, they went to, yeah, Morocco. Yeah. Like it, it, it shows when you watch the movie that they put a lot of work into making it look like it looks. So this movie was what got me hooked into archaeology and Egyptology as a kid. It was full of curious wonder and set side by side with horror. Characters were funny without overdoing it. And I loved how effortless it seemed. They weren't trying to be cool. They were a bit clumsy and just wanted to survive while keeping their old habits. Through this movie, did not get everything right about mythology. It was a way for people to get excited and inspired to learn. What a good review by, it doesn't say who it was by, Nick Smile McDunstan Horde. Guess how many people were in the cast and crew? How many? 800. 1,000. Oh, I got pretty close, actually. They, They didn't have enough accommodations most of the time. Because they're in the middle of the desert where there's not like a big hotel. Well, and they had all those extras for the scene in the city, they said right? They had so. 200 horsemen and 80 legionnaires, especially like for that first scene. Man, this movie got so many five star ratings on Amazon. People really like it. I mean, it's a good movie. It's it's the polar opposite of the dentist. <laughs> The dentist was a little rough, but it was still good in its own ways. This movie is just good all around, in my opinion. But I'm also super biased, like I said at the beginning. Remember, you cannot keep the dead buried forever. Good shit, dude. By Choi, baby. What do you rate this movie out of 10? This is probably the third time I've seen it, and it's not my favorite. I I know you love it, but I just... I don't know. I never saw it as a kid. 
So maybe that's why I struggle with it. Yeah, there were there were points where you seemed it's a little disinterested. It's not that I don't like it. It's just it doesn't hold my attention. That's fair. I could kind of tell. But I mean, it happens with some movies, right? It's the way it goes. I just read this article about something that happened on the set. And I think it's super cool. But not what cool. On the set of In the scene where he's hanging... He says he was fully choked out in an Brendan Fraser says he was fully choked out and EMT had to come and make sure he was still conscious. Whoa, really? That's crazy. Because like to get the real effect, they probably actually put him in that situation. Because technically it's safe if there's like a whole set of people around to save you if you have an issue. The 10 worst things that Evie did, ScreenRant.com, destroys the library nearly breaks rick's knuckles uh sword fighting i guess she's not very good oh that's the second movie she sword fights in the second movie at the beginning oh well this isn't good then yeah there's like a sword fight with mummies at the beginning of the second movie and the actress looks totally different like they didn't even make an effort i know it actually bothered me to like no end it was so annoying because i remember watching the third one and being like that's really bad. I don't even think I saw the whole thing. I saw like part of it and I stopped watching it. Um, fun fact, though, the first movie that Dwayne The Rock Johnson ever acted in was The Scorpion King. And that movie is a sequel to the second Mummy movie because The Scorpion King was like the final antagonist in the second Mummy movie. No way. So, yeah, so he acted technically the first movie he ever acted in was the 2001 version of The Mummy Returns. Um, and then the Scorpion King was a spinoff of like his past because the Scorpion King was a main character in the, uh, in the second mummy movie. So it's interesting how that kind of started the rocks career as an actor. Yeah. I have like a vague memory of seeing that. I mean, like it's really CGI and it's kind of crappy in the second mummy movie. Um, and he doesn't have any lines, like he doesn't speak at all, but then in the Scorpion King, he speaks a lot. He's the main character um not a very good movie at all um and his acting is a little bit shoddy but it's awesome that something like this movie and the sequel spawned one of like i love the rocks movies i don't think he's an amazing actor in any way shape or form i think he's good at what he does and i think he's entertaining but i don't think he's like the best actor in the world but i love watching his movies because i used to watch him wrestle all the time when i was a kid and stuff and it just it's amazing how something like this movie, The Mummy, which is one of my favorite movies from when I was a kid, spawned that because he kind of got to act in the sequel and do start his career that way. So I just I think it's funny. I maybe maybe we just follow the actors and the movies through the ages from when we were kids. I think that has a lot to do with it, too. Like you you like who you like and then you you sometimes you watch movies for the actor, right? Right. Like I sometimes I'll watch a movie just because The Rock acts in it or because Brendan Fraser acts in it or like Jennifer Aniston is a big one for me. I watch a lot of movies with her in them. According to Reddit, so this could mean nothing. Uh, apparently he is acting career slowed down. He went through a really rough divorce and the judge did the potential income. So basically he had to pay like he was starring in the mummy movies for spousal support. Brandon yeah, Fraser. And it really stressed him out because oh. he stopped working as much. Um, while I was looking at movies, um, I saw some movies that he acted in that are actually like super fucking good. Like, I think we should watch them. 
And they're going to be on my list of things to watch uh, for the podcast because they're really good. Like George of the Jungle is a good one from the 90s. Um, Encino Man. Have you ever seen Encino Man? Is that like the future? No, it's the the movie where he plays the caveman that they like dig oh, up. Oh, yeah. And he's been... Oh, we yeah, should. Like, it's so it's it's not great, but it's so fun to watch. Like it's such a funny movie. So it's kind of like Biodome in a lot of ways. Very similar. I hope you still enjoyed kind of watching. The I movie did. I like watching that movie family. with you, but it's not one that I would pick to watch by myself. That's fair. Um. So here's here's a fun thing that I just learned. <laughs> you know what I love? I, I this is a weird thing to like be a super huge okay. fan of. But, you know, you know, the word fuck, yeah. right? I'm aware you know of when the you're saying it really existence. quick and you say it, you know, when you say it really quick and you say it like fug, like fuggin. OK, like, no, with a G. No. I, I love that. I love fuggin. I think it's a hilarious I word. I don't know. I'm a fan. That's it. That's my story. I love it. Fuggin. I fuggin love it. I fuggin love you. <laughs> Uh, anyway, everyone, this has been another episode of Refined Nineties Cinema. Thanks for listening. It's uh, it's been a fun one. Yeah. I I I enjoyed the Mummy quite a bit. So, what's your rating, Brendan? Out of ten? Um, I give it a five. A five? I, yeah, it's just not for you me. You didn't even watch half of it. It's just not my kind <laughs> oh, of movie. No. What is I, your kind of movie? It's one that we should revisit. I think if your if your interest isn't there, it's kind of hard. Like you kind of got to be. It's it's easy for me to be interested in it because I'm super nostalgic about it. Like I I give it like an eight or a nine out of ten. Mm. I I absolutely adore this movie. It's one of my favorite movies probably of all time. Um, I can understand from an like an outsider's perspective, someone who doesn't watch it a lot, someone who doesn't have an appreciation for it like I do that you maybe wouldn't like it as much but i i quite like it and i appreciate it a lot all right we'll see we'll see you guys next week Um, bye see you later refined 90s cinema refined 90s cinema.com